0: this insert is brought to you by radio k pulpit 7 to 9 a.m please visit kpulpit.co.za hello family and friends i'm renette marburg ready to meet with you on my program rise on this program we have honest and truthful conversations around family challenges relevant to you rise On Radio K Pulpit, 729 AM, finding God's truth for a way forward together. Good afternoon, family and friends, and thank you for joining me, Renette Marburg, on this beautiful, beautiful sunny day. And we are stepping into the silly season and into the festive season, but it's all about our Lord Jesus Christ this month so we want to get back to that we want to uh, we're having a fantastic program today which is going to possibly and hopefully give you some wisdom and uh, insight on what to do with your children in this time your youth and uh, what to look out for and we have Urshwin Engel here and he's in the in the studio with me today welcome Irshwin.
1: Good afternoon Renette and good afternoon all the listeners.
0: Yes, I'm so happy to have you here because you, you know, he's been um, working uh, in 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 schools. I love the name of that project that you have is called um, School of Hard Knocks, and our children are hard knocked, and that you know we don't really know what are they seeing, what are they hearing, and they are really challenged at this time. So we're just wanting to really get into. The thoughts. What are you finding um, in in the schools and the struggles that uh, children and the youth are having right now? So, and he's been, you know, so brave. And I mean, his dad and him run a a rehab called Camp Joy, which I use uh, personally and send uh, guys there. And we have seen such a lot of success. And I trust what they have to say about turnaround and everybody. Has a second chance. Eh? So, Urshwin, we're going to continue after this next song. And I think it's really this next track is very apt uh, by Rochelle Liederman, one of my favorite local uh, gospel artists, and it's called Victory.
1: You're listening to Rise on Radio Cape Pulpit, 729 AM. Good
0: afternoon, family and friends. And yes, thank you for joining me this afternoon. And as you know, this is a, pro- uh, a program where we discuss like really relevant and often unspoken issues and where real life happens in the family and that we can find a way to work it out and as a family as well and we're needing the advice and the knowledge of the people out there doing the work that we they are where we cannot be and we've got an amazing guest in my in my studio today his name is Eswin L Engel and he is from the organization called the School of Hard Knocks and he works in the schools, um, and we are here to discuss what are the challenges of the youth today. Um, why are the children running to drugs? Why are they drinking so much? Why are they running in the streets? Why are they making such bad decisions for themselves? So, Ushwin, um I know you're involved with, you've been since you were 18, and it's amazing. And, you know, as I said, I'm a sociologist, so we use um, uh, the, re- the Rehabilitation Center, and they have done how many years? Almost over 30 years of successful um, mentoring and changing the lives of young men and women uh, to a new way of thinking and a huge paradigm shift of how to live a normal life and finding their identity in Christ. And even, idea just say identity because you're obviously not just dealing with uh, only Christians but also with Muslims and all other kind of religions. But at the end of the day, we know that God can give every person a second chance. And uh, so I wanted to ask you, um, Ershman, you can just give me a little bit of and the ceasefire project. Um, Give us a little bit of the reasons why you people established Camp Joy, the uh, ceasefire project, as well as the um, School of Heart Knocks. What was it that made you people feel that this is where we need to get to the ground level of what's wrong with the children?
1: Okay, um, Renette, so um, our church, our, our church that I grew up in is in Hanover Park. And I think over the years, just being a church member and just going to church, we saw that our congregation is suffering. Um, they can't come to church on time because of shootings or they can't do anything because of the shootings. So then um, as a church and as a ministry, we decided we need to do interventions within the gangs because we can't allow that our church members can't get to church. So that was the first step that we took. And we eventually started the ceasefire organization, which was an organization to reduce the shooting. And over a period of five years, I've been working for the ceasefire organization and we got the shooting down to 43%. Mm.
0: Wow, that's incredible.
1: So her Nova Park was rated in Western Cape as the most violent area. Today, a novel Park doesn't feature in the top 10 list
0: amen yes that is a huge success story
1: yes and so working working with people on the street we saw that there was a need for people to go to a restoration center or to a rehab and because most of the issues was because of drugs and then we we opened up the organization called camp joy and we got guys then to come from the street into camp joy's facility and stay over a period of six weeks to up until two years where they can Mm -hmm. try and find themselves but as I was on that journey, working for Ceasefire and Camp Joy, I saw that sometimes it's too late. At, yes. at the restoration center, mm. the guy's already he's, he's got mental issue, mental health issues, and it can't be solved. He's on medication already. So, so it's kind of a, a, a bit too late when when we reach them. And then what I did was I did research, and so how how can I be more of an impact? And then as I was doing research, I found this organization called School of Hard Knocks. And I eventually went for the interview, got the job, and then as I was there, I only then realized my calling was that, let's try to stop it at the front end. Yes. Instead of waiting at the restoration center, waiting for problems to come in, why don't we try and solve the problem before it becomes a problem? So um, I'm currently working for School of Hard Knocks and working at the Restoration center. And what I picked up at both sites, on the schools and at the Restoration Center. I picked up that we have a massive identity crisis. And that's the biggest issue that kids are suffering with now at schools. Because the schools, in, even the time that we're in with um, COVID-19 hitting us, it's even made it more confusing. More, for
0: yes, and more escalated.
1: It escalated things even more. So I did some research to find out why are kids having identity crisis? Why are we suffering from identity crisis? And... Out of the feedback I got from kids at schools, the biggest problem is that kids no longer have a voice. Kids' voice isn't taken serious anymore. And because of that, they don't know who to be then. Because they don't have proper role models um, in front of them, they don't know what to do and who to be. So they're just following whatever is on social media, whatever's on TV, whatever they get to see. So I wouldn't want to blame parents for the reason that kids are... At an identity crisis. But parents do play a part role. In that. Because they. um, We did a study. And it said. A good parent. Spends. Four minutes. With a kid. An actual four minutes. Interacting with a kid. That's what a good parent. Spends with a kid.
0: Sure. It's very little.
1: (laughs) Yes. That's very very little. And that's a good parent. That's a parent. That's there. That asks them. Have you done your homework? How you doing? How you feeling? If you calculate all that. um, Interactions. It only comes to four minutes.
0: Yeah, little.
1: so our kids are, spe- a, a day has 24 hours and all the parent is involved in is four minutes. So obviously that kid does not know who that kid is. And every time the kid voices himself, the parent is not maybe there to answer the questions that the kid has. So the kid then tends to go to other forms of leaders, role models, adults. And the problem is who's the adults at home? It's adults that has identity crisis that aren't working, that aren't um, studying, that's constantly at home sitting on the corner. And these are the people that your kid is interacting with because you are not actively involved in the kid's life. So yes, four minutes is a good parent, but it's still an absent, present parent.
0: Absolutely. Wow, it's actually horrific. I did not know that factor. Excuse me. And you know, that is so sad if you think of how much time they spend in other people's company then and to devices, I mean, onto, like you said, the social media is a huge issue. A lot of cyber um, locked into games and thinking that those are new families and uh, interacting there and with, you know, obviously those that are in the gaming and and all that. So, you know, uh, so uh, at the end of the day, what have you been able to identify as far as, does the are the parents aware of this? You know what is it that we are not doing? Because there's clearly something that we're not doing right as parenting. And I mean, it's, there's no perfect recipe. Everybody, a lot of single parenting, a mm. lot of uh, problem parenting as well, where um, you know fathers are totally absent. Uh, there's also, and as again, it's got nothing to do with if you're poor or rich or black or white or Indian. Or any social status um, a very wealthy person can be very absent um, and also a very poor person can be absent so it's got nothing to do with it has the same outcome so at the end of the day what is it that we need to take responsibility for as a parent
1: so 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 as a parent I've, I've I've done a bit of research into this as to why are parents not opening up emotionally to kids and what I've noticed is that it's been from generation to generation to generation that as long as your kid has food, is going to school and, and, and is clothed, it's okay.
0: You've done your job.
1: You've done your job <laughs> as a parent, which is, which is a good thing because you're providing that for the kid and you're going, doing your utmost best to provide that for the kid. Mm. But there comes a time in the kid's life where they start becoming emotional. And, 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 and that's where the gap is because the parent isn't there to, to fill that and to actually answer certain questions as to what is the feeling I'm feeling? How do I deal with this feeling? And parents can't have that conversation because the parent themselves don't know how to deal with that feelings. Yes. So what happens then is kids tend to go outside. And they're getting advice from the wrong people.
0: Yes, or their peers, which are just as dysfunctional as <laughs> what they are.
1: Yes, the peers, the same, the, the, the peers. So so, so you might be wealthy and sending your child to a good school. But the other kid sitting next to you might not be as wealthy and got just got by luck into the school. And this peer is giving your kid advice. And this mm-hmm. peer is coming from an area. Don't want to uh, make a Novapok sound bad. But this peer is coming from a Novapok. And all that peer knows is drugs gangsterism and alcohol and that fear then influences your child which then influences somebody else because kids kids listen to each other and and they model onto that friendship as well so and 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 a part of friendship is we're only friends because we do the same thing Mm. that's what makes us friends Mm. so then kids tend to open up with one another and the emotional bonding bonding becomes so overwhelming both kids then decide, let's do something, mm. let's try something. And that's where the problem comes in when they try.
0: And they tag team. And then when you look again, they're covering up and they're lying and they're living a complete
1: mm-hmm.
0: other world. And then you're not even aware of it
1: as and, a parent. And what they also do is they build resistance. Mm. So they build resistance against the teachers. And they build resistance against parents. And that's like you said, they start lying, they start covering up. Because of the resistance that they built at, it's me and my friends. Mm-hmm. My parents don't fit in my circle. My teachers, they aren't there in my circle. And the thing is, teachers and parents become so similar in a kid's mind because all we do is when we are interacting is it reprimanding or we giving you instructions. The so parents and teachers become the enemies, mm-hmm. which isn't really what it is, but that's how the kids are seeing it. Because mm-hmm. my friend don't like you, my other friend don't like you. Well, mm-hmm. I don't like you as well.
0: Mm. And that is so, so nerve-wracking, actually. When you think of the perception, um, and, uh, and you know, I deal with a lot of uh, youngsters as well, and that exact conversation came up out of a 10-year-old yesterday. We They said exactly that. We don't like this teacher. We don't, you know, so we just don't listen. And then stays in trouble, stays in trouble. And, you know, those kind of things are quite scary when you think of what a child absorbs and the behavior pattern that comes out of that so Ushman um, you know uh, uh, clearly uh, uh, are you finding the, the the activity are you when you are in the field there with, uh, with the children do you actually see the, the the effects of drugs and who's on it who's not which click which groups are in it which aren't so, so is it be, obvious or isn't it? You know, so, what are we mm. looking at? Because you know, a lot of us, we're not geared up for that.
1: Because of my experience working at with Ceasefire and also being at Camp Joy, for me, it's easier to pick up. I can pick up by the way you're walking that you're on a substance. And it's not as easy for a parent to see that my child's walk is saying they're on substance. But on schools, I can pick up their eyes are low when they come to the session or the way they're speaking, it's slowly or... Sometimes they come, they're too, too hyped up and it's mm. 28 degrees to 35 degrees outside and you're willing to run up and down and it doesn't mm. make sense to me why you're running up and down here. Mm. Something's fishy with you and you, and it's people that's maybe not as active on a regular basis and now today all of a sudden you're just running. So then I can pick up, no, you on a drug that's hyped you up. So yes. they're usually using suppressant drugs, drugs that's, Putting them down, so like um weed, weed will put them on a downer. So that's easy to pick up because as it says it's putting on them on a downer. So everything they do is like a downer. They slow, laid back. laid back, chilled, easy, yeah. And
0: yeah so 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 at the end of the day that um you can pick up on the kinds of drugs that they're having and what the, the the easy accessibility of that particular you know of weed um, you know so you know we're going to continue this conversation afterwards because i need i want us to just get the kind of possible the drugs and the and the what we need to look for and you know possibly when we are cleaning up a bedroom or we are you know um, a teacher or we are a um, Counselor, even counselors are even ignorant of what to look out for. So, any observation, a grandparent or anything like that, you know, and all the behavior, you know, the stealing, the asking lots of money, and all that kind of thing if you can just, uh, you know, highlight all those kind of things, that, uh, you know, is pretty obvious. So, we're going to listen to Jesus Take All of Me. Just as I am. Is that not amazing? (laughs) By Brenton Brown. And that is what we are trusting the Lord for, for our children and for ourselves. Jesus, take all of me just as I am. Yes, and good afternoon. Thank you for joining me, Renette Meyerberg, on 7 to 9 a.m. And we are really dealing with something really, very, very important today and we are as parents often don't have an answer we don't know what we're dealing with we don't know what we're looking at we don't know what we're seeing we don't know what we're hearing and we have Irshwin um, Engel from uh, Camp Joy and uh, the School of Hard Knocks the organization the School of Hard Knocks and he is working currently in the schools with the youth and he is sharing on What is it that we need to look out for, especially in this time of the holidays that are coming now? It's a silly season, parties, you know, you just want to get the kids going, giving them money, sending them off to a place. Even if they don't have money, just go and play somewhere else, go and sleep somewhere else. We need to be very, very vigilant in this time so that they can go into the new year knowing who they are. And as we mentioned earlier on about the identity. So I want us just, uh, um, just to give us a whole spectrum on the kind of drugs, alcohol, all the kind of things that we are dealing with right now with the youth are struggling with Richman, Thank you.
1: Okay. So, so one of the mainstream, I would say introduction level drugs is um, weed 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 is easily to detect because it, it gives off a smell so their hands would smell or their, their mouth would smell they would constantly be scratching in the fridge their mouth would be dried up uh, their eyes would be red or low and also something to look out for is this this um thing called safer blur it's a, an eye gene that they use to throw in their eyes so that their eyes don't give the game away mm. so that is also something to take note of if they if they're carrying hygiene on them and they don't have any eye problems then you uh, it, it gives you a heads up to this something's, is, not, something's right. not right and it's a behavior change and then another drug that's going rife in cape town right now it's called cocaine and all our kids are currently on cocaine and things to look out for for cocaine is again the empty um bank packets will be laying around because they go into this happy-go-lucky phase f- uh, feeling where they don't take note of what they're doing. So mm. then they will leave packets around. Um, cards, if you see cards laying around, unnecessary cards just laying around. Mm. Bank cards, your bank cards is just all of a sudden gone from the kitchen to the kids' room. That is, that is something to look out for because with the cocaine what they do is they always shopping it with a with a card nice. so a driver's license they will always be looking for or bank cards but it needs to be a stable card so they're not just going to use a cardboard card that they just find. and obviously if your kid doesn't have a banking account or driver's license they do not have a card yeah so they will come looking around in the house where do I find a card so that is one of the things to look out for cocaine again uh, what it does to you um your pupils will 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 expand your eyes will get bigger, but it's more the, 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 the pupils that, that goes bigger. And it doesn't give a smell off. Um, but what, what it does do is, it takes the tolerance level of alcohol way higher. So mm. if your kid could only survive by drinking a beer and then be drunk, once they're on cocaine, they will be able to drink 20 and beers.
0: Wow. And,
1: and you will see they're not getting drunk. So that if, if you are a parent... That sitting with your kid and and maybe um, drinking with your kid, that is something to look out for. Mm. Why did my kid get drunk last weekend, but this weekend he's not getting drunk at all? And seeing that we are on the topic of getting drunk, um, alcohol is also a substance. It's also a suppressant. People also use it to hide their feelings. So at my restoration center, we see alcohol as well as a drug.
0: It's a gateway.
1: It's a gateway, yes. And many parents think that it's okay, uh, it's just a drink. But allowing that drink, um, I don't want to get too explicit, but allowing that drink, what if your kid is in the club, takes a drink, someone threw something in the drink, and your kid gets the the date rape drug. drug. Mm. Because there is such things as date rape drugs. So what people do is...
0: even amongst the youngsters.
1: Even amongst the youngsters, because they're experimental now. And one of the things that, 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 that goes up when you are dragged up, is your sexual drive. Okay. So they would obviously see, how am I going to end up having sex at the end of the night? That's and they're going to go to methods of date rape because mm. their confidence is sky high, but they can't really convince someone to, to, to have a conversation with them because it's just an internal confidence. It's not an external confidence. Mm. So many, many of our clients are still suffering of the trauma just of having a drink. Because and being raped. Because something was thrown in the drink, and the next thing they know, they wake up and their underwear is lying on the floor, or they wake up in a whole different environment. So that that, that that's what they're using in the alcohol. So even simple stuff they throw in the alcohol, like the eye drops. The eye drops they yes. throw in the alcohol. Uh, yes. That was something I just yes. so they use that in the in the um, clubs, and obviously the bouncer can't feel that because he puts it in his sock. He comes in the club. Your daughter just comes to celebrate her 18th birthday with her friends. He just walks past, drops it in a drink, monitors her. She goes to the toilet because she's feeling drowsy. Next thing you know, the friends don't know where your daughter is. So, and the other thing is, it's not only females getting raped.
0: Yes, it's gone up. You know, I'm, I've been doing the whole gender-based, um, you know, domestic violence and that. It's actually 50-50.
1: Yes, so, so, so.
0: actually so. 50-50 percent. Males, obviously not as much reported as the females do, but 50% of males and little ones, uh, little boys, and all those kind of things are being raped.
1: Yes, so, 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 Um, if you're sitting at, at home listening and thinking, ah, but I have a son, it's okay. No, these no. things happen to the sons as well. Yes. And then your more deeper drugs would be um, meth. So on the street, they call it tik. It doesn't have a smell, and it's also something that, 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 but the behavior you'll be you pick up easily because the eyes go big and they on a high.
0: Are they on they a, a the, and
1: they jumpy and paranoid. Like 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 we would say they're on a times two. Mm. They're faster than what they usually are and they're paranoid and that's where toxic psychosis comes in with the meth because they're they constantly paranoid when they are on meth. So you as a Don't parent sleep. Yes. So if you as a parent, you're seeing that your kid's been up all night. And he's not playing games all night. Because some kids, they play games, they can play the game all night. But if he's been up all night and comes to the morning and still not showing any symptoms of being tired, then you should check it out because then he could be high on meth. Because what they do is they stay awake for two to three days and then they cut out and sleep for another two to three days. And I know the human body cannot sleep for three days without Mm. being influenced by any um, drug. So another thing that meth also shows is they lose weight. Yes, and it, they don't eat, yeah. and they can't eat. So what happens is you will see your kid just start his meal sticks to noodles because mm, that's yes. that's the only thing they can swallow. So they can't swallow bread. They can't. Uh, the, the, the. So what happens inside that digestive system? It blocks. So sure. the intestines blocks, and whatever's in there stays in there so they they're not going to the toilet they're struggling they're constipated that's what meth does and they also lack of appetite that's why they're losing weight because they can't swallow proper food and they will just have or they will have the black coffee and the bread just so that they have a meal in their stomach because mm. they can't swallow the bread as ease because it mm. stuck in the throat and then there's a more hardcore drug called heroin um, you might think oh no my kid won't go that far but it's so easily accessible that your kid won't even know this is what they got into. So heroin, heroin you will see, their aura just drops. Mm. They have body pains because after smoking and you you, you, you don't smoke, you, you start getting body pains because heroin is a, it's a form of medication. So you will get body pains because what happens then is your body craves it. So you'll see your child. But
0: it's the most addictive one out of these. Yes, it's the
1: most addictive. Uh, Most people struggle to get off from heroin Mm -hmm. and what you can also look out for is little needle marks in your child's arm. You might think, no, they won't go that far but that's the quickest way to get the high so they they tend to go for the needles Mm -hmm. and when they do the needles, they're mixing it with a whole lot of stuff which could end up in an overdose in no time because they're adding their own fluids Mm -hmm. in it and their Mm -hmm. own thing to make it now a fluid instead of a a, a pill, a powder form, from the powder form to the fluid form, and then there's also how they smoke the the powder form, so when smoking the powder form, they tend to burn the pants a lot, or the jackets, so that's something yeah. to look out for, for oh, on because, their clothing. yes, on their clothing, holes in their clothing, because mm. what happens is, while they're smoking that, they have a cigarette and then the cigarette is basically burning and the coal falls off of the cigarette and it falls onto the clothing or they just fall asleep there and yes because it it's
0: an immediate reaction
1: it's an immediate reaction so they fall asleep mm. and it ends up burning their clothes so in their bedding because people does it in the room it doesn't have it has a vinegar smell yes Yeah. so 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 you would not expect well, walking past my sons room vinegar ah uh, it's probably feet that stinks but It could be he's busy. That's so true, hey? (laughs) He could be busy smoking in his room. And um, most of these drugs, so meth and and, and, um, heroin, must be done indoors. So if they're going to do it, they're not going to do it in a park. They're going to do it in your household.
0: Wow! Wow! Very informative, and it's like little things that you can see, but it's big things. Yes, it's big signs. So that is incredible uh, good knowledge to know, um, you know. And I'm sure there's a lot of a lot of things are going to start adding up to some parents as well. And I mean, I know there's adults that are also involved with that um, as well, uh, of the same same. Uh, uh, acts as yes. well so um so thank you so much for that but you know um we needing to uh, just get get back to the advice and all that so but i'm going to listen we're going to listen to kezia Pet- uh, peterson she's absolutely amazing as well and she's waiting on you so let us get to that and then we will chat straight after that
1: radio cape pulpit 729 am with renette myberg Finding God's truth for the way forward, together. Renette Meiberg on Radio Cape Pulpit, 729
0: AM. Good afternoon, and we are so privileged to have Ershman Engel in our midst today and in the studio. He has just been such a... uh, you know, so much knowledge that came from you and so much wisdom. And I mean, such practical things, you know, that we have not been aware of. And as I'm just asking, literally asking questions as a mother would, you know, so... uh Thank you so much for being with us, um, Irshwin, and I just want you just to give us some tips of how we can engage with our children so that we can get that relationship more open and understanding, and how do we approach a child that we think is over there without having to push them away or reject them or have to arrest them, you know, all the uh, threats that we'd like to throw around um, as parents, and we're not dealing with it correctly.
1: So what I've noticed over the years of doing this work, the best way to build that rapport again or build that relationship is to make yourself vulnerable, open up yourself to your kid because kids don't just go on drugs for the fun of it or they don't stay on drugs for the fun of it. They are actually addicted because it's suppressing a feeling. So if they can hear that my parent also struggled with something, Might not be drugs, but my parent also went through a tough time. My parent also struggles. Then they will also see that, yes, and look how well my parent is doing, regardless of the struggles that they're going through. Mm. So build that rapport with them and break down, open up to them and be vulnerable so that you can build that relationship of trust. Because for you to open up, that kid knows, regardless of the age, that kid knows this is a big step. This is something my mother or my father never did to me or for me. So they will pick it up as this is something I can trust this person now. And they will then open up. And another way also to 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 get that trust with the kid is to find find filters within your kid as to what where can I match my kid? On yes, what on what
0: where you can meet
1: where, where can I meet my kid? Because your kid is never going to be able to meet you. You're an adult. You've gone through life. That kid will never be able to meet you. So look at the filters. What does my kid enjoy doing? My kid loves playing rugby. So even if I don't know about rugby, what do I do is I do research about rugby so that I can match my kid. When my mm. kid is in that moment, I can go and I can have a conversation. And it starts off with having a conversation about rugby. But the kid builds that at, at, at trust and eventually, hey, daddy... I've got this problem. Because Mm. you will first only come to you with rugby problems and then you will see, but my daddy actually cares about me. Mm. And then you will open up and be more open to voice himself and say, look, this is what I'm struggling with. Mm. Yeah.
0: And that is that is so so important. And you said something about the voice. You know, sometimes, like you said, you like your parents said you were a complainer, but you actually weren't. You were just voicing, but they listened. You know, we sometimes we have a child that, and you say, "Oh no, not you again!" I mean, what are you complaining about now? Or what are you saying now? Or disregarding? No, you're talking absolute nonsense. And that's what we like to say. Like we were raised up. You get seen and not heard and those are such bad, bad old ways of uh, raising our kids. So this is what I would like you just to encourage
1: parents to do. Okay, so as a parent, you know what it felt like when you voiced yourself and you weren't Mm. heard. So the same way you felt your kid is feeling, your kid is suffering from that because they do want Mm. to voice themselves. On Mm. schools, when I'm at the school, these kids are voicing themselves openly and freely And the thing is, they can't voice them with a teacher because it seems as disrespectful. But we as parents need to open our mindset to this kid isn't being disrespectful. This kid is actually just trying, they don't know how to bring this message across and they're just trying to bring a message across. And many a times what we do is we shut them down because it's not with what we want to do. But I I, I think maybe a tip for parents driving from work home walking from work home try to clear your mind get all that noise out of your head yes your your semantics yes, that are the yes. internal noises get that out of your head so that when you come to your kid you can actually listen to your kid with a clear conscience. Mm-hmm. because you still have your problems from work and you're coming home and the kid's problem sounds way more unnecessary than what you think it is just because you are dealing with your own personal issues
0: Wow, that is powerful. That is so powerful. We need to concentrate on these things because it's so it's so significant. And, you know, like you said, only four minutes. I mean, that's far too little to hear and think you're going to get to know, understand or even to get to know your child, the likes and the dislikes and the personalities. Some children you can shout it, some children you can't shout it. So we need to spend the time and we need to be, our presence needs to be present as yes. well. Yes. So um, I just want us to really, you know, the Lord just gave me, um, you know, two, two verses that really emphasize things uh, this morning um, as I went through some scriptures. It says, wake up, sleeper, and rise from death, and Christ will shine on you. And that is in Ephesians. And, you know, we need to not be asleep in this time. And we, we need to ask the Lord to shine on you on us so that we can deal with those things and he says those who are led by God's Spirit are God's children so if you are a spiritual parent that the Lord will guide you in wisdom in this time so we just want to encourage uh, parents to really ask the Holy Spirit to reveal what is happening with your children so that we can get back to healthy whole families so uh, just how can they contact you and uh, you know who can they contact and how? I know we want to go do the craziest things and send them to hospital and send them to things. There are much better ways of slowly ushering them into the right direction.
1: So they can contact us on Facebook, um, Camp Joy. They can just search for Camp Joy. And then they can contact me personally uh, via WhatsApp. Uh, the number is 062-100-5474.
0: Say that again, please.
1: Zero six two one double zero five four seven four. Um and I just want to do, to, to to also just leave a, a little bit of encouragement to anybody who is going through this quickly. Um so our our, our our scripture at Camp Joy is John 3 verse 17. For God did not send his son into the world to condemn the world, but to save the world through him. So okay. you as a parent, um, if you are struggling with a child, try not to condemn them and Think like
0: Jesus. Mm, and also condemn yourself. Because yes, that's yes. what we do. And that is the mighty God that we serve. Amen. 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 So, family and friends, please uh, look after your families this time. Look, be aware. Be vigilant. Do not be asleep. Be very, very vigilant in this time. This is a very difficult time for children. Too much time on their hands. And we ask you that you'll just go before and Ask the Lord to reveal anything that's not from Him. And we are, there is help even over the Christmas season. Do not leave it. It's not a phase. Do not leave it. It will escalate. So we need to really take care of our families so thank you so much for joining us we will see you next week Uh, we're going to hand over to Gilma and she's got a fabulous guest on and it's going to be so amazing I listened to her at them last night wow powerful 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 so please stay tuned and we have got a lovely song that we're going to play out with called Choose Love by Lindsay McCabe and Thank you so much, Irshwin. You're, You're a bundle of knowledge, and I'm going to have you back <laughs> in due time. Thank you for all the amazing work. May the Lord just continuously use you and multiply your influence. We know that you are deeply grounded in, in the Word and in God, and that you and your dad will be, have mighty influence on the young men and women of the years to come. Thank so you. we know we can trust you and believe in you. We really appreciate you. Thank you so much. We'll see you next time. Goodbye. This insert was brought to you by Radio K Pulpit, 7 to 9 a.m. Please visit kpulpit.co.za.